0: Welcome to Chapter 1 of this audio series on Solving Problems with Technology. My name's Ruben, and I'm going to take you through this first chapter on intentions. We can probably all acknowledge that we live in an imperfect world, and that means there will always be problems to solve, and we believe that to solve those problems in the most effective way, it's important to start with your intentions. In this chapter, we'll cover why we believe that intentions are such an important concept, the importance of challenging and refining your intentions as you go, and how a shared set of intentions encourages creativity and autonomy in a team setting. It might seem obvious to say it, but when you're solving a problem, you should be clear on the problem that you're trying to solve. Many of us, myself included, will have been involved with innovation projects that correctly and cleverly solve the wrong problem. Carefully defining what problem you're solving at the beginning of the process is critical, and it's almost always an iterative one. An intention-led approach doesn't mean you don't need systems, processes, or guidelines at all. It just means that the systems and processes need to be designed in service of ensuring that the outcomes reflect these original intentions. So first, let's talk about why intentions are such an important concept. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're heading to the supermarket and your partner asks you to get lunch and request a chicken salad. You turn up, look everywhere, but they're out of stock. Rather than getting something else, you decide to come back empty handed. When you get back, it turns out your partner was really pretty hungry and now they're annoyed, still hungry, and you miss the intention of bringing home food and put the preference above the intent. Similarly, when you're creating technology products, The main goal should be to solve a genuine problem for users, not shipping something with a predefined set of features that address only some of the symptoms. And that means deeply understanding the problem you're solving and the pain points of the audience you're trying to help. We'll talk a bit more about this in the upcoming chapter on building empathy. We believe that for every major technology project, it's important to document a set of overarching intentions. These become the guiding principles for decisions we make along the way. It's also important to challenge and refine your intentions as you go. So let's unpack that for a minute. While we can start a project with clear intentions, they can get lost along the way and end up solving the wrong problem. I've worked on many projects where I've unconsciously veered off track from where I started, or as part of a group where our initial ideas have been in the wrong direction because our intentions weren't aligned. One common issue during a technology project is that we lose sight of the problem we're solving as we get too focused on the details. We don't return to the original intentions often enough. This can happen for a few different reasons. One reason is that when you're in the details of a project, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole. By returning to the original intentions, you can be sure you're going there for the right reasons rather than spending days solving or iterating on something that isn't important to the bigger picture. As we get deeper into a project, and we learn more about the details, this knowledge can be useful to help refine how we describe or think about the problem we're trying to solve. Other times, the deeper we get, the further we get from the original problem, or we even start solving other derivative problems of our own making. And when this happens, we can return to the original intentions to check that we're spending time and energy on the most important things. Another reason is that systems and processes or the how can get in the way of the intentions. Your systems and processes should be designed in service of your intentions and not the other way around. Over time, and as projects or teams change size, too much or the wrong kind of process can get in the way of successful outcomes. Ultimately, your view of the how needs to yield to the overall outcome. It doesn't matter how you do something if the solution doesn't truly deliver on the why. So that's why challenging and refining your intentions as you go are important. Now I'll explain how a shared set of intentions encourages creativity and autonomy in a team setting. It's powerful for a team to have shared intentions because individual contributions can have a bigger impact when they build on a shared overarching vision. Having clear intentions gives you the freedom to generate solutions that align with the overall vision of a project and show a path forward when you're stuck between several options. One of the biggest challenges to shared intention is people operating independently. When there aren't shared intentions, you can waste time and energy when people move in different directions. this can be from personal bias or through a genuine misunderstanding of what's needed. In every team in every situation, there are some people with stronger opinions than others. And those people can often skew the intentions of a project or have an imbalanced influence on the decisions that are made. Other times, people bring preconceived ideas to the table like, this is how we usually do this, or why don't we just do what we did last time. Being collectively aligned on your intentions doesn't just lead to efficiency, it allows for greater creativity and autonomy. Rather than creating specific rules, we can set intentions that can be used by anyone to self-evaluate whether an idea, a process, or behaviour helps or hinders the mission of the team. In order for this to work, it requires a framework of trust. Ultimately, the goal is to create a culture where everyone is empowered to make the best decisions with the information they have. Now, you might be concerned that autonomy and creativity sounds a lot like anarchy. And to be clear, we're not advocating for giving every individual total autonomy. Yes, we care deeply about intentions, but we still need to work within certain boundaries. For example, we might aim to solve a problem in a given period of time or using a particular technology. In an ideal world, everyone involved in a project would have a say on what these boundaries are. If you're bumping into the boundaries too frequently, then it might be worth reassessing whether the problem is too big to solve within the boundaries, or whether increased boundaries need to be considered. So in summary, understanding the why behind what you're doing, and keeping it in mind at all times, is one of the most important foundational elements of every major technology project. In doing so, new questions can often arise that might challenge the initial understanding of the intentions. And finally, how in a team setting, having shared intentions and a culture of trust can encourage creativity and autonomy that can lead to better outcomes. So that was chapter one on intentions. For more detail on the ideas we've discussed and for additional resources, take a look in the chapter notes.